We are here at Pad to the Future, the American Council of the Blind's virtual convention. And I'm here with Susan Mesry from AT&T, and we're talking about their initiatives and their partnership with ACB. Welcome, Susan. Thank you for having me. Very welcome. So you guys are a sponsor for the convention this year. And I know that you do lots of work with accessibility and accessible technology, and you partnered with us because you value our community and our organization. Can you talk a little bit about what led AT&T to work with the American Council of the Blind? Well, first of all, I think we had a lot of communication with members with great ideas. Going back to the first time we introduced talking cell phones to today on the products and services that we're offering. And we really get very good insights. We know that members of the American Council of the Blind are great advocates. We know they understand blindness in a way that corporate America can't understand because, you know, the vast majority of our employees are not people who are blind or low vision. We do value those employees, but it's not going to be quite the same as having the full input from the blindness community directly. One of the things that AT&T does, which I am most happy about, is really walk the talk when it comes to nothing about us without us. So we really actively seek input, and we appreciate, you know, people think of it sometimes as complaints, but we think of it as really good feedback to help us become the best company we can, not just for people who are blind or people with disabilities or people who are aging, but for everyone. The one in five people have a disability. That's a lot of people. And sometimes they know about it, like the members of the American Council of the Blind, and sometimes they don't really know about it, but we can make our products and services more accessible so they can appreciate the products, even if they haven't really realized that they're low vision yet or that they have a disability, because our products will be so good, they'll be easy to use. Absolutely. And in working with the American Council of the Blind, you get a lot of feedback on an organizational level, but what types of channels do individual customers have to reach your disability services and teams? Well, we have uh, a range of things. If you have concerns about the services you have or you want more information about accessibility, we have two different offices that work with that. One works with our wireless folks, and one works on the, all the other products. Let me give you the numbers for those in case somebody does have some questions or feedback or, or concerns. For sure. our wireless customers, you call our National Center for Customers with Disabilities for Wireless, and the number for that is 866-241-6568. And they're open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And then... If you have any other questions about any of the AT&T products and services, you can also call our Disability and Aging Center. They will work with wireline products or video or other things. Their number is 800-772-3140. And depending on your, um, where you're phoning from, you might need to do a 1 before the 800 or 1 before the 866 on those numbers. The Disability and Aging Center is open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific and 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday. So they have special representatives who can go through, you know, how do you use a, a phone with voiceover? How do you select something with DirecTV? That type of thing. So they do all those kinds of assistance. And then you can always call the, the standard number if you have any other questions for, you know, your billing or, or other things that just have to do with services not related to disability. And they can provide some help. And they also provide support for the AT&T apps as well as technical support for the phones or devices you may be using. Am I correct? That's correct. Not if you have an app by a third party. For example, if you have, you know, a, a game or something like that, they can't help you with that. But if it is an AT&T app, they can. And, and I think they're pretty good. They're definitely committed 
Um, if you want to know more about what we're doing, there's a range of information available on our AT&T website. So if you search AT&T and accessibility, we have a full website that talks about accessibility being about all people and uh, talks about our commitment. It talks about how we work to remove barriers, what we've done in workforce inclusion. You know, we know at AT&T diversity makes us better and stronger, and we are really committed in all levels. And we also know that people don't fall into just one box. So I can be someone who is mixed race. I can be a person who is female. I can be a person who and uses she, her pronouns. I can be a person who is blind. And we want to make sure that we're getting feedback from all different communities and that we're open for that inclusion. We have worked very hard to make our jobs website accessible. We are working with our hiring managers and everyone throughout the company to make sure that the process is fair and equal and that people are hired based on their abilities. We've worked internally with our product and service development. We have an accessibility office that works with our business units to help them design and develop and produce products that are accessible and usable. And we work with partners. You know, for example, one of the ones that I think most people know about is IRA. You know, we worked with IRA in our centers to help them expand their business, their dream for this idea to make the world more accessible for people who are blind, and we helped them to develop as a product that could be used by people across the country and, and in some other countries as well. We also offer free service for IRA in our stores and have encouraged other companies who've done that as well so that once the stores are open, you'll have an opportunity to go in and search independently. You have the same user experience that someone who can see. And we think that that's incredibly important. We have a system in place in our company to review products and services for accessibility. We have experts who, you know, I'm a little biased, but I think are second to none around accessibility, many of whom have disabilities themselves, some who also have, like, PhDs in human factors and, you know, law degrees and other things. But um, we, we're very fortunate to have input from some great employees who are committed to accessibility, employees some with disabilities, some without, all with expertise and a real commitment to making the world more accessible to everyone. You mentioned IRA, which is a product that is all, that, which is a service that is also sponsoring the convention. And listeners know that I host Sunday Edition and we've partnered with IRA for a various number of reasons to test and to expand the brand. And they are definitely offering services to job seekers and students, especially in the COVID-19 pandemic. What does AT&T offer for students or those who are unemployed and looking for work? Are there special programs that they can look into with AT&T? Well, we have our employment program, which does actually recruit for people with disabilities. And folks are welcome to contact me if they'd like more information. I can get them with the departments in the process they should go through. We do have accommodations throughout the process from onboarding to, I mean, from recruiting to onboarding to hiring to all the way through your job. We look at accommodations as tools just to make your job better like for everyone else. So if you're a blind person and you need a braille display or you're a sighted person and you need a monitor, it's all the same thing. We're talking about productivity tools. So we have a commitment when you're on board to try to make your, your work experience as accessible as possible. We have teams in place who look at everything from how we do conferencing through websites to how we can promote accessible communications so that you have uh, materials that are going out that are usable by someone who uses a screen reader, for example. 
We have folks who look at our insurance types of things, our benefits, so that we are making sure that people who have a range of disabilities have opportunities to meet the needs they have, including, you know, programs for, for IRF, for example, or family members. You know, a lot of times, like I said, you don't fall into one category. You may be a blind person. You may be a blind person who's a caregiver for aging parents. So we want to make sure that you're aware of the opportunities we have to support those family members, whether they're parents or children or or whomever, and can make use of them in a way that makes sense, even if you fall into maybe a smaller incidence population. doesn't mean you're less important, and there's some things we can do as a large company that support you and your families, and, and we want to do that. An employee, again, is not just a, you know, an engineer. They're part of the community, and so we do a lot of work around that. We also do a lot of volunteerism. I wish all companies were like that. Well, speaking of volunteers, I know that a couple months ago was mental health. Last month was Pride Month, and AT&T is heavily involved in both of those, and now you're helping to sponsor the American Council of the Blind's first virtual convention. Is there anything about the convention that you're really looking forward to? One of the things I find exciting is that, you know, for many people, travel has been cost prohibitive. So this is really an opportunity to get everyone engaged everywhere. And even if they don't have time off work to to fly somewhere, or they don't have the costs that go with, with attending a conference, a hotel and meals and all that, everybody can participate. So this is really exciting. I think there's an opportunity to reach a lot of people who've been involved at the state and local level. They've been engaged in their chapters, but maybe just can't go every year. And so I think just having the outreach to a a larger number of people will be really exciting. And we're really glad that AT&T works very hard to make products and services that enable these types of conferences to happen. Absolutely. And I think going forward, the landscape has changed. We'll still do in-person, but I think it's going to be a great mix of virtual and in-person going forward. And so we are very blessed to have partnership with AT&T. I'd like to thank you so much for speaking with me today. Before we go, why don't we give those numbers and the website one more time so that anybody who needs to reach out or wants to reach out can. Okay, I will do that. First, I'll give you my contact information, which is susan.mazarui, which is spelled M-A-Z-R-U-I at att.com. And if you have questions about services, wireless services, you can call the National Center for Customers with Disabilities at 1-866-241-6568. And if you have wireline questions or other services you have questions about, you can call our Disability and Aging Center at 1-800-772-3140. And I just want to let you know how much we appreciate the input, the support, the knowledge base, and the American Council of the Blind and our ability to work with you all. So thank you.